Welcome to The Unmuted Life. I'm your host, Stacey Jada. This podcast is all about taking our life off of mute to better live out our talents, mission, and calling. On this episode, I am joined by Nancy Robbins. She'll be sharing about the changing seasons of life and especially how she made a bold move after her children were grown. Through her, we can be empowered that it is never too late to make a jump in your career and take a chance on yourself. All this and more coming up on The Unmuted Life. Thank you for joining me. This is Stacy Jada on The Unmuted Life, and I am really blessed today to have a friend of mine here. Her name is Nancy Robbins, and you guys know that I like to bring people in to share a little bit about their stories and their journeys so that we can all learn together and know that we each have our own lane to run in. And sometimes we want to cross over into everybody else's lane, but those lanes aren't going to work for us. we got to be in our own lane. And even while we're in our lane, we're going to trip, we're going to fall, we're going to have obstacles. We're going to get up. We're going to start again. So life is just made that way. So I like to invite people on just to share a little bit about themselves and about their own journey and how it's been running in their lane so we can all learn a little bit. So thank you very much, Nancy, for being here with me. I appreciate that so much. Oh, well, I appreciate you having me on. Thank you. It's always good. And you and I met at... A-B-W-A? Yes. Okay. So that's where we met. I'm like, wait, gosh, we've known each other. We met about a year ago, right? Yes. Correct. Yeah. About About a year. year. Because it's a brand new, it's a, A-B-W-A is a business organization. And this particular chapter of the business organization is new to our area in the Mm -hmm. woodlands. Right. And so there was a group of us ladies who basically started out there about Mm -hmm. a year ago and met for the first time. Yes. So, but you're not from the Woodlands area, are you? Um, not. Um, I'm from Tomball okay. area, but Tomball, Spring, the Woodlands all kind of go together. It all goes together <laughs> now, right? It used to be, yes. oh, you're in Tomball. Yes. <laughs> That's yes. so far away. Yes. We'll call each other. <laughs> exactly. It's about 10 minutes to get over to the Woodlands. That's not Tomball. bad. Oh, 99. Now, are you, have you always lived in Tomball or have you been in other areas as well? I We have lived in Tomball for the last 22 years. Oh, I, let me take that back. We have been in the spring Tomball area for the last 22 years. Okay. Before that, we lived on the east side of town. Oh, man. Like yeah. east side, like... Um, Galena Park, wow. Jacinto City, not too many people know of those little areas, mm-hmm. but that's kind of where we're from. So then you've been in Tomball area for 22 years and did you, your children go to school there and everything? Or? Yes. Klein Oak. And Klein, Oak. Klein Oak and Hildebrand. Okay. Yes. And you have three grown children. Yes. And how many grandchildren? Eight. How old are they? They range from two to 17. Two to 17. Yes. They keep you young. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I love have I love being around them. Are they close by? Or are they, you know, families now they, they yes. move. Yeah. Now they're, I have two in Katy, mm-hmm. four in Waller, mm-hmm. and then two in Eagle Lake. That's nice. Are you a big part of their lives? Are you? I try to be. Yes. I try to make their volleyball games and baseball games and. When I can, yes. I think my mom and dad, they don't, my mom lives here part of the year. My dad lives in Galveston, but they do try to come in for certain things. Mm -hmm. And my mom was really a huge player for us when my kids were little. Ah. Thank goodness. Because you know how moms, when you have little kids, they get those crazy eyes (laughs) and we think we're going to lose it. 
Yes. And then awesome, our awesome mom slash grandma swoops in and saves the day. Yes. Yeah. You're actually really important right now. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, and I, I love it. Does when she, I, I can, I, I help them out. Does your daughter ever call and go, I need you like right now? A, a few times they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and usually I go when they need me. I use, I'm, I'm usually there. You think there's a big difference for you from going from the life of being a parent to being a grandparent? I mean, what's that transition like? You know, as a parent, we're all in, right? Yes. But as a grandparent, how how does it change? What's the shift like? Oh my gosh, it's it's a lot funner. I mean, <laughs> uh, you can relax more with the kids. You let them get away with things that you wouldn't let your children get away with. Um, it's they're just so much fun, and but then at the end of the day, you know you can send them home. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it's I, I just love it. I love having the the kids over the grandkids and the kids. I love all of. Oh them. yeah, kids. Oh yeah, those guys. Oh yeah, them. Yes. I think yeah. my mom could probably do without me, but she really likes the yeah. grandkids. <laughs> yes. I, I know when they, I see them coming, I always go for the grandkids and then later I say, oh, it's good to see you too. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> um, when my sister had triplets. Oh, wow. So I have a sister, she lives in New Jersey and she had triplet girls and they're 10 years old now, I think. Anyway, so when they were first born, my mom was there and she was doing all the grandma things. And then she came home and she was, you got to go. She's I can't handle this. She goes, there's a reason why you have kids when you're young. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I think that's awesome. Now you and your husband have been together for like just a couple of years, right? No. 40 years. 40 That's years. so long to even say that, 40 years. We celebrated 19 yesterday. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. And then at church, my... The uh, priest says, well, you know, had everybody stand and say how long they were married. Hmm. And my husband, he was the first one to ask us standing. Uh-huh. And my husband goes, 150 years. <laughs> I'm like, for real? <laughs> he didn't say it felt like 150 years. <laughs> no, he said 150 years. I'm like, Ugh. wow. I know. So 40 years, what's the secret? 40 years right now, that's that's winning. That's, it's it's a, long, um, a lot of ups and downs. wasn't perfect. Um, but I don't know if anybody has, I mean, you say you have a perfect marriage, but there are ups and downs that come with it. Um, especially when children are involved, just, I don't know, being able to say you're sorry, compromise, watching a football game and doing something else. But we watch sports. I, I like sports, so that's no problem there. Um, but just, I don't know, trying to respect each other, you know, get along. This, there's a lot. Patience, having a lot of patience. I'm the patient one. Okay. <laughs> I can say that because he's not here. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, out of 40 years, what was, what's the biggest obstacle? What's the, what was the part of the, when we're young and married, there's usually one or two things that we have to learn. Mm-hmm. in order to have that success. And Chris and I learned that we couldn't work in the same room and on a project <laughs> because he's an engineer and I'm very creative. Uh-huh. And those two don't mesh well when you're trying to do a project. Yeah. 
often because he wants to do it in a linear fashion and I kind of like do it Mm -hmm. (laughs) in a circular fashion. Yes. So, but we learn how we, but we create beautiful things together because of our differences. So what about you guys? What were some things that were harder for you? Uh, Well, we started out so young um, and in the beginning it was, well, children and it was crazy. How old were you when you got married? Um, 19. (gasps) You were very young. Yes. You were a baby. Yes. So then we had three kids very quickly. (laughs) But then it's just, you know, he went to work. I stayed with the kids and it was, I mean, it, it worked out as far as, I don't know. We had to overcome some obstacles uh, marrying that young, mm-hmm. you change <laughs> as you get older, yeah. and and we've had to overcome some of those those things because mm-hmm. we both changed, not in bad ways. We just grew. Know, different things came up. Yeah. But yes, we grew. You grew. Yes, and we're still growing. <laughs> we're growing out more than we are. Yes, at this point. that is true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> so. Um, I think that's wonderful. Congratulations. And I think it gives a lot of people hope because when you, you're getting married, marriage is beautiful. Mm -hmm. It is work. Yes. Oh yes. It is. And I, some pieces of advice I got going into marriage was number one to join our checking account. And for me, I wasn't even going to take his last name. Okay. So (laughs) I was really in that independent phase of my Uh, life. uh And I'm like, I'm not, even, I'm going to hyphenate, you know, oh, I was just, yeah. and then I'm like, and we're going to have separate bank accounts. But mm-hmm. I had some clients that said, no, you need to merge your accounts. Yeah. Because otherwise you always have one foot out the door. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, hmm. And it really made me stop mm-hmm. and think. So we did that. Yeah. It didn't mean we didn't have problems. Yes. Because you have to learn how to communicate. Oh, yeah. Over money. But we treated that like a business. And we've always been successful on our home, the mm-hmm. home, operating it, it's a business. Yes. Our love and our friendship, our marriage, that's yeah. the friendship part, right? Yes. But the home, mm-hmm. the books, the whatever we're working on, the projects, mm-hmm. and sometimes even the kid stuff and our schedules, that's business. It's CEO, COO, yes. you know, yes. it's, we come together and that's how we solve problems. Uh-huh. Oh, Yeah. So what would you tell your younger self? Don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Travel, see the world. (laughs) No, I I wouldn't trade the having my children or, or marrying my husband. Um, But maybe, I don't know, doing things a little different than what we did because um, we were so young. But just, I guess, be more open, communicate better. Communication is very important. Mm-hmm. And that causes issues when you don't communicate mm-hmm. within your marriage, work, with anything just about communication is very important right and not always easy no not always easy it's not um i think i would tell myself 
to uh, save up more in the rainy day fund. Yes. I don't know why I didn't think of that, but that is very true. I think that the rainy day fund is never big enough. No, it's not. It isn't. (laughs) Wait a minute. Yes. That's a big rainstorm we just had and I'm out of my rainy day funds. Yes. So I think if I, if I could tell my young self something, it would have been do that a little bit better. Yes. So yeah. Save, prepare for the future. Don't just live each day like you you've got forever. Mm -hmm. But prepare better. It happens quick, doesn't it? Yes, it happens. Time very flies fast. by. It really does. Yes, I've yes. turned in my grandma now. Where I would ask her a question: When did that happen, Grandma? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. <laughs> it was like forty years ago. Yeah, <laughs> but the yes. time just merging together. Yes, and I'm doing that now. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm telling people. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, you know, just a few years back. Like, yeah. oh my god, no, that was thirty years yes, ago. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, time is flying. It flies by. So, were you a stay-at-home mom? The whole time? Um, yes. Up till I think my kids were in high school. One was still in junior high, I think. And I started working a little bit. Yeah. Up till about high school. Okay. So when your kids were in high school. Mom. Yeah. And... And that's where I am now. So my daughter's in eighth and my son is uh-huh. in high school. And I'm in that. It's actually a tricky place. Mm-hmm. And having been mostly home, I don't work outside the home. Yeah. So um, it's different. And I'm evaluating that. Mm-hmm. Where do you fit in as a parent? Yes. They still need you. Oh, yeah. But it's different. Yeah. And then I'm like, but I'm tired of doing laundry. <laughs> I'm tired of cooking dinner, and I'm tired of picking up your stuff off the floor. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, yes, yes. Um, yeah, kids need to have chores oh. to do to help around the house. And they still don't do them well. Yeah. Teenage yes. boys, got to yeah. love them. Yes. I don't know, though. My daughter, well, I'm, I have one that's really a little bit, like, he's like, you can see exactly where he was. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. And then my daughter, she's a little bit neater, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I'm like, yeah. one day you'll be out and you'll have to clean them up yourself. Yes. Exactly. So yeah. it'll be perfect. Yes. But about seven years ago, you made a big life change. What'd you do? Yes. Well, I decided to become a realtor. Um, it was kind of, my niece was a realtor and she told me I, sh- I should give it a try because I was a very very patient and I like people. I like working with people and I get along with most everybody I meet. I, I like to think that. I don't know if other people think that, but I try. Um, but I took the test. I passed and well, I love it. I, I wish I could have done it earlier in my life, but you know, it is what it is. And did you know what you were getting into when you first, or were you, did you, it was one of those, I'm just going to do it. I, I'm just going to do it. Mm-hmm. Yes. My husband tells me I, I do that. I just do it. I don't, don't really I don't think, think about I don't it. think about things. Oh, that's don't a good idea. Okay. Sometimes it's okay. Sometimes that you should have thought about it a little more. <laughs> so, but becoming a realtor was, I, I think a good idea for me. It really opened my eyes and to things I haven't ever, you know, had. So 
I have, I've loved it ever since. So do you have a specialty area that you <laughs> either work in or type of style home that you have a little bit more passion for? Um, the area like the Tomball, you, yeah. the, well, Spring, Tomball, Woodlands, Conroe. Um, I usually go where my clients need to go as long as it's not, you know, a hundred miles away. <laughs> I mean, I've gone to Willis. I love going to Katy. Um, my daughter lives in Katy, one of them. But I, I, I like it out there too. And there's so many new uh, areas popping up. I like to go visit and, you know, see what's happening mm -hmm. there. Um, I do residential. Okay. And there's not really a type of house more or less than I, I love the new builds. I love doing new homes, but I also like the resale homes because you come across some very interesting homes that are a little different than your cookie cutter homes. What was sometimes. one of the most interesting things you've ever seen in a home? Um, a moose. Just kidding. Um, a what? <laughs> a moose. A moose. Yes. The moose out here. Yes. That is very awesome. Um, what have I seen? Um, gosh. Oh, and I remember saying things. I've never seen this before in a house. So, but I can't remember what it was. I did look at a model home that had, of course, nowadays pets are very important mm -hmm. to people. And, um, this house had, uh, a bath in the laundry room for the pets. Very nice uh, space, you know, to put your pet in there and wash them off or whatever. But that was, that's very interesting. I, Cause I haven't seen that in too many houses. I would love that. Yeah. I would also love just to have a sink in my laundry room. Oh uh, yes. A lot of people like that. I would, I would like to have a sink in my laundry. My I'm trying to think, yeah. In our last house we had a sink in there, but we custom built that home. Oh, okay. So we had a lot of, yeah. we had, you know what we had in that house? We had a pass-through window from our kitchen into the pantry. Oh, how interesting. Mm -hmm. Because you had to walk around, you had to leave mm -hmm. the kitchen and walk around the corner to the pantry. And yeah. the pantry was kind of, it was a huge closet. Oh, wow. And you could walk in it and we even had like a, a sit-in shelf and everything. But instead of, instead of walking in and out, mm -hmm. you could just put all your groceries on the, on the countertop. And you would reach through the window and pull them in or oh, vice cool. versa. You could push your stuff out. Or if you were little kids, you would get your little water gun and you would shoot people through it. <laughs> <laughs> now that sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> so we had that. And we, we too had the second um, laundry room and we had a secret door. Oh, very cool. Mm -hmm. Now I have seen those in a few houses. That's very cool. Mm -hmm. Secret doors. We had a secret yeah. door. It went from our closet. Mm-hmm. And it opened up into a hallway. And in that hallway was the laundry room oh, also. Cool. So it was just outside. But we, it, the purpose of it was funny. The purpose of it was because that front bedroom was supposed to be a baby's room. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to have to walk all the way around to get to it. And uh, so the thought was I could go through my closet and get mm -hmm. to that room. Very so that's cool. what we did with that. So, okay. yeah, I know. That was a fun. Yes. This house is boring. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so what's popular these days? What's popular? What are people that's, asking for? Um, well, 
everybody wants the openness of the the kitchen and the living space because most people want to be in the kitchen area, the living area, formal dining rooms, not so much. It's just, no, because everybody wants to gather in the kitchen Mm -hmm. where, you know, you see everybody. I mean, special occasions, maybe Thanksgiving, you might have your dinner in, in a formal dining area, but they're just in the, uh, showers in the master baths. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that don't really care for the tubs mm-hmm. that's in the, the master. They'd rather have the big walk-in shower. Um, and you see that a lot in these new, some of the new model homes. Mm-hmm. They have a huge shower. They're awesome. But a lot of them still have the tubs, but the shower stands out more. Hmm. So, and it depends on if you have children or not for the tubs, because, you know, sometimes that's easier to bathe them in there. Is the color trend changing in the new homes? Or uh, is it still beige? No, it's the grayer, gray gray colors right now. I don't know if it's changed since. This house is beige, except for this room happens to be pink. This is pink? (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay. I can tell on that wall. It's the way the light hits it. Mm-hmm. But a lot of grays, and it looks so pretty. The, the grays, grays are, are very pretty. I toured a model home, and it was a lot of grays, but they had red accent. Mm-hmm. It was. It looked really pretty. But you can put almost any color with gray, and it, it looks pretty. So if somebody is looking to buy a home or sell mm-hmm. their home um, and they're about to hire an agent. Mm-hmm. What would you tell, what do they need to do? What are, what are some things they need to do to be a good client or, and to find a good agent? What should they look for? Well, of course we have the internet and you can actually, you can put, if you, if they know the name of an agent that they're considering or a few of them, mm-hmm. you know, they can go and look them up you know, see what their experience is, how long they've been a realtor, um, and different things like that, how mm-hmm. many sales they have, um, what area they they work in. Because, I mean, a lot of times you want an agent that knows that area that you're thinking about purchasing in. So, I mean, those things are important. Um, and you should interview probably at least three, maybe mm-hmm. agents, because uh, sometimes your personality just don't, you just don't click mm-hmm. and that happens and you go on to the next one. And, but you also want to, um, as you're talking with the agent that, you know, especially you want to click with them, you want to get along with them and just, and you know, when that happens, when you click with someone, um, and that they have a good marketing plan for your home and that they are going to work for you exclusively. Um, those are important, important things. And that they answer their phone when you call them. Oh, the realtor answers the <laughs> yes. phone when you call. Yes. So if you're calling a few agents and they don't answer their phone, um, it's okay. you know, sometimes, you know, but 
they could be on the line with someone else or just can't get to their phone at that time. But if they do it all the time, you know, that's, again, communication is is very important Mm -hmm. when you're looking for an agent. What type of, what's the best client? What makes a good client? The best client. Because, you know, like there's bridezillas. Yeah, yes. I would think that there might be like clientzillas. Oh, yeah. There, there are. So what um, makes a good client? Or the, like, what is the thing, the ultimate, don't do this or you're a clientzilla? Oh. <laughs> okay. I have the answer to that. <laughs> Give you a list of 20 homes that you want to see in one day. And you want to go to every one of them. And then none of them work. You view 20 and want zero. Yes. And also when an agent takes you out to look at homes um, and then you you look at, I don't know, five, 10 homes and you find one that you really like, you want to put an offer on in it in, and you decide to go with your best friend who is a realtor and you leave this other agent hanging after they have showed you all these homes, that's, that's not nice. Wow. <laughs> and, and and it happens. I mean, if you do have a friend that's a realtor, call them and have them take you to all these homes if that's, you know, what you want to do. I split mine. So you, I split it. So when we sold our home, mm-hmm. I hired an agent mm-hmm. uh, because I needed somebody that was impartial. Yes. To, yes. to tell me, look, lady, you need to paint your walls a neutral color. Exactly. And I, I would listen. Yeah. Um, and who wasn't attached. Mm-hmm. But when I bought on the other side, I took my friend. Yes. I would say that. And because that that's the fun part, because we're going to go yeah. shop for houses together. Yes. It probably cost me a little bit more to break it up. <laughs> but it yeah. was, for me, the right thing to do. Yes. Where I was honoring my friend and our relationship. And at the same time, honoring the business Yes. Of buying and selling a house because it is business. Yes, it is. Yes. You know, so. And that's so true because I don't know, a lot of times when you you help a friend or a friend wants to sell their home, um, things happen, things go wrong. And sometimes you don't end up staying friends. And that's very sad when that happens. So I I like what, what you did. It worked out good. Because you've got to be told you need to paint this room mm-hmm. you need to get the pink out of the room mm-hmm. and put a neutral color and when it's your friend sometimes they don't want to hurt your feelings or they're attached as well yes mm-hmm. so it's it's you did you did good yeah, I did pat myself on the <laughs> yes. back for that yes. that was really good yes. um so when we come back we're going to take a short break but when mm-hmm. we come back we're going to talk a little bit about life because mm-hmm. that's just what we do here yes and we're Gonna hash out some things and find out what Nancy thinks three tips are for leading an unmuted life. What does she think we need to do to live a good life? All right, we'll be back after a short break. Okay, we have a quick tip from Nancy. She's our realtor, she's here with us today, and she's gonna give us an awesome tip. So here's our question, Nancy. Is the holiday season a good time to sell a house? 
I have to say yes. And the reason I say yes is if you think about it, during the holiday season time, the market slows down. Um, and if you have your house listed and you're the only maybe two or three homes, your home is going to be looked at more and more than likely you're going to get an offer on it because the inventory is low. Uh, you have a lot more people looking at your house. And it's decorated. Yes. So it and it's well. decorated. Oh yeah. And people can see themselves celebrating Christmas, Thanksgiving, whatever in that house. That's wonderful. That's an awesome yes. tip because I would have never yes. thought about it like the opposite, everything we've ever been told. Yes. Yes. Okay. So if y'all <laughs> didn't hear that, remember the holiday season is a good time to put your house on the market. And if you want to know more about that, please call Nancy because she actually knows everything about it. And we'll be back. And we're back on this segment of The Unmuted Life. Again, I'm your host, Stacey Jada. I'm here today with Nancy Robbins. She is a realtor. She's a mom. She's a grandma. She's been married for 40 years. And, you know, we've just been sharing a lot about life. And it's been kind of fun to hear her version of things. And really, I'm mostly impressed that she's been married for 40 years. That just gives me hope. <laughs> Chris and I just crossed the 19-year threshold yesterday. Oh, happy anniversary. So, and he went out of town. So that's oh. the way to celebrate. <laughs> I'll let bye. He goes, oh, I'm sorry I missed it. I go, not really. I was in a bad mood all day. Oh. <laughs> you didn't miss a thing. Oh. Didn't miss a thing. But I, I actually love being married. It's, yes. it's I just love it. I think yes. it's, it's been a wonderful, yes. wonderful experience in my life. And mm-hmm. um, I had to go through, a lo- I had to kiss a lot of frogs. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> But, um, so you, you know, we were talking about being a realtor and you made that change from like your stay at home mom for all those years. And then you kind of worked a little bit. And then seven years ago, you said, this is it. And you just like pulled the bandaid off and started to do real estate. So now that you've done it for a bit, what is it that keeps you going back? What is it that drives you in your business? Well, it's just seeing happy people because when you hand that key to a first uh, time homeowner, it's just, they're so happy, all excited, having their first house. And it just, it just makes you feel good Mm -hmm. that you helped them to get into this house. My very first uh, transaction, uh, I listed a house. It was a house in our neighborhood. Um, and they were, they were our age at the time. And they just, they, they needed to sell their house cause they were moving to Dallas, I believe. And we, we got it sold and they were so happy. They even came back and we would usually meet at Chili's and, uh, have lunch or drink or whatever, but it's just seeing people happy that we got our house sold, we can move, uh, or we're getting our first home. It's just, it's just very exciting to, to see that smile on their face. 
So for your first time, for your home buyers, people are buying homes. What what do they need to do to prepare? Not just buy it for getting a realtor, but what do they need to do to prepare to actually get into a home? Yes. The Well, the very first thing, if you're thinking about purchasing a home, you need to speak with your bank, uh, mortgage lender to get pre-approved. And by getting pre-approved first, you know exactly what price range you're going to be looking at, maybe the area you want. Because if you go out, just start looking at all these beautiful homes that are on the market and you find one, you fall in love with it. And then you come to find out we can't, we can't get this home. Your heart's broken. It just, you just want to stop looking. So it's best to get pre-approved and then start looking for your home. That's the, the first step. Just do that. Yes. Even before you look for a realtor. So do you take people out? I watch a lot of HGTV. Uh-oh. <laughs> and on one of the programs, and I have no idea which one it is, but on one of the programs, they'll take people to like a million dollar house or a yeah. home that's way outside their budget yeah. with all their wish list items on there yeah. and go, these are all your wish list items and this is what it looks like. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, we love it. We love it. And they're like, but your budget is like $200,000. Yeah. So uh, do you No. How do you manage your people? I don't, I know I have like a, I'm like, yeah. I've got champagne taste on a beer yes. budget. Yeah. So how do you manage people like me? <laughs> Well, that's why you get pre-approved. So, you know, this is the price range we need to look at. Mm -hmm. And every once in a while, people say, well, I just want to go see this house. But I try to remind them that, you know, we're putting people out when we go into their homes to look at it. If we're just going in to check it out, it's just, I don't like doing that. And I try to, you know, get my buyers to understand it's, it's, you know, it's just not right to do that to other people that are, you know, have their homes on the market unless you're going to buy it. Um, but again, it's all has to do with getting pre-approved and, and when you are, how did you say it on a beer budget, beer budget, and, but champagne, champagne taste. Yes. Mm -hmm. There are homes that you can find you may have to do a little work on them to bring them up to that, your taste that you want. So it's, I mean, it can be done, but I tried to keep people on the path to what they need to, to find. And because they do want to stray sometimes here and there, but usually they, they usually listen mm -hmm. and said, why look at something, you know, you can't have. Okay. So, Here's what I think, though, for people who are selling their home, mm -hmm. having been in a position to buy a home before, your house needs to smell good. Oh, yes. I went to a home. I didn't even walk in the front door. I took one step in and turned around and walked right back oh, out. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, I, that can't, bad? I can't do that. Yeah. Wow. It just, it was horrible. And so, okay, so people need to make sure their houses smell good, mm -hmm. obviously, if they're selling. And then the other thing we were in Austin. We were newlyweds. This was when Austin market is still crazy. The yeah. Austin market, but it was crazy then too. And we went to look at, they had wall. They were hoarders. 
Uh-oh. They had wall-to-wall, like, videotapes back when people collected VHS tapes. Oh, my you know? gosh. Yeah. They were everywhere. <laughs> and I'm like, they weren't packed up or anything. Oh, my goodness. They were just goodness. wall-to-wall VHS tapes or whatever they had. Wow. Movies. You know, and what I'm like, oh, my God. No, we're not buying this house. Not ever. <laughs> <laughs> that does turn you off because if you're selling your home, you want the people coming in to look at it to be able to imagine themselves there. And if you have stuff like that all over the walls, you can't see the walls. You, all you can focus on are those tapes. They're probably going to turn around and walk out and not come back. It was again. unbelievable. I've never seen anything like that. That's but yeah. that they were how their uh, their houses. Nobody's. I don't know. That was crazy to me. Yeah. Well, it's you see some pretty crazy things out there. Sometimes, I mean, homes are just. It looks like somebody just got up and and walked out and said, you know, come look at my house and everything's array and it's just said, really, you want to sh- you want to sell your home, but nobody's going to look at it with it looking like this. We had so it's, one, it's important. We had one that we went to look at. We called it the Christmas tree house, and uh, online oh. we were sold. Like we looked up the pictures, uh, like if this house feels good, we'll walk in it. Yeah, if, this is the one. It pictured really well. When we went to go see it, it was dirty. Oh. And there's dishes in the sink and oh, there's no. this. And I mean, it was a wreck. Yeah. And I'm like, nope, nope. Yeah. This isn't the one. Mm-mm. So no. kind of X that one off the list too. Mm-hmm. It's kind of interesting. So it's, yeah. it, to, it's such a, it's a huge transaction. Yes. Yes. And emotional. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's crazy. And most people know as soon as they walk into a house, if it's the one, it, you, they just have that feeling. I had a, uh, a buyer that did that. It was so, we had looked at a number of homes and we walked into this house and she stood there. She goes, this is it, Nancy. This is the home I want. And we put an offer on it and we got it. <laughs> that was that was very exciting for her. I, I that was a fun, a fun one. That happened here. I walked in the front door mm-hmm. and I was with my girlfriend and yeah. I said, Oh, just why I go. If this has everything we need, this is it. Uh-huh. I mean, I didn't make it out of the entry hall and oh, said wow. that. Yeah. And it did. It had everything. It had yeah. it had everything on my checklist. Mm-hmm. And even the window over the sink in the kitchen. Oh like, wow. Everything. And she, it was funny because when we were looking the first day, I was not impressed and we're kind of in, I was trying to be cheap. Mm -hmm. So I was like, (laughs) I was, I was like, I'm going to look at these houses. So we were looking at those and she says to me later, she goes, I know you and I do not want to listen to you complain (laughs) for the next 10 years. You need to go look at new houses. Uh Yes. (laughs) So we, and I picked out one or two that I liked but I couldn't sleep. They were not in the budget I wanted. Oh. And I was having just really bad anxiety over it. Oh, gosh. And I called her next day. I said, we need to go look one more time. And because mm-hmm. we were homeless, like I needed a home. Yeah. Our house sold in like three days. Oh, wow. My husband was, uh, you need to go find a house. Yeah. Like right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, um, okay. <laughs> so anyways, that's how we ended up here. But it's, 
it's a big transaction. Mm -hmm. The role of the realtor is important. Yes. And I'm glad that you've been spending the time with us and educating us a little bit on, you know, what to do as a buyer, you know, interviewing a realtor, Mm -hmm. um, getting pre-approved, making sure you click. Mm -hmm. And then on the sell side, you know, listen to your realtor. (laughs) Yes. Listen, because a lot of times sellers don't don't listen. They, you know, you live in a house for 10 or more years. Your house is the best. We've done this. We've done that. They know everything they've done to the house and they think it's worth so much more than it may be worth. Um, and it's emotional for a lot of people when it comes to selling their home. So it's, but you know, you got to talk with them and, you know, help them to understand if we're going to sell the house, you have to get it ready for the next person. And they just want to be able to imagine their self in this home. And that's, that's what you have to look at. Mm -hmm. But it's usually the ones at the sellers I've worked with that they've been all awesome. Um, I have to, to say, um, they listen and the houses, their homes got sold, but it's hard. It's, it's, it's hard for them sometimes. Mm-hmm. It can be. It's a, it's a, like yeah. you're, you do pour your heart and soul and you have memories yes. in there. Oh yeah. And it's hard to neutralize it mm-hmm. for somebody else to come purchase yes. it. And then when you have the, the comps come, oh, you know, yes. the appraisal and you're like, well, I thought my house was worth yes. like five times more than exactly. what Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It gets yeah. tricky like that. Yes. So, you know, um, you've had a lot of experience, a lot of different things and with business as well as life. So what can you tell us for how do you, what would you suggest to us for living an unmuted life? What would be some tips for us to live a good life? Well, um, I was thinking about that. And the first thing that comes to my mind is to spend quality time with your children. If you don't have children with your husband, if you're not married with your family, your mom and dad, brothers, sisters, friends, but quality time, um, let them know they're loved and that you're there for them. Cause in the times that I think we're living now, it's everybody's looking at their phones or their tablets or Nobody sits down at the dinner table and talks, you know, talk to each other. When I was growing up, that's what we, we did. We, of course, we didn't have all this stuff. We actually sat at the dinner table and, and talked. And so many people are getting away from that. And I think that helps in your life, in your family life, or just in your life, period. Because um, I... Getting older, you realize that your family, the people you love most in the world are the ones that are the most important. Of course, you have really good friends, Mm -hmm. and they are very important too. But it seems they kind of dwindle down a little bit as you get older. Um, You know who your true friends are, that that kind of thing. But I'm I'm very fortunate. I feel I have a lot of good friends. (laughs) <laughs> so, but, but spending time, quality time mm-hmm. with 
the ones that you love most. Okay. Because yeah. we never know when those when it's going to end. And it's great advice, right? Yes. When you when you're on that deathbed, you don't look back and gee, you know, I wish I watched one more football game. Yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. I wish I played one more <laughs> round of Fortnite on the computer. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I have to say, um, I just spent some time with my my three kids and my husband this past weekend and no grandkids or just us. It was awesome. We laughed. It was, it, it was, it made good memories. Mm-hmm. We went duck hunting. Oh, fun. First time in my life to ever do that. <laughs> and my daughters and uh, husband, my son's been, but we laughed so hard. <laughs> it was, it was good. I'll, good time. I'll treasure that time. Any so, other advice for us? I'm sorry. Any other advice for us? Um, let's see. Plan for your future. That's always important to plan for your future. Some people don't. They just live as they go. But live your life. Don't don't wait to, I don't know, pay something off before you can go do this, go on a trip or whatever. Because, I mean, you have to plan for your future, mm-hmm. um, but you also have to live your life along the way, too, mm-hmm. I think, because that's something I wish we would have done more of, is to do a little more living. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but that's another thing. Um, and always be thankful for what you have, even if you don't think it's enough. You may not have as much as the next person, but if you're happy, you got your health. I mean, be thankful for that. We are in the month of gratitude, so I'm yes. glad you brought that up. That is right. Mm-hmm. That is right. Definitely. And yes. I, I love it. Sometimes, you know, about you, but when I have a bad day, if I just start being grateful mm-hmm. and start thanking. Yes. I'm grateful that the sun is shining. Yes. I'm grateful that, you know, these shoes look great on my feet. You know, I, it might be the simplest thing, <laughs> yes. right? Because yes. I'm such a grumpy pants that I uh-huh. can't break free. Exactly. And the only way to break free is to realize all the good things. Yes. You know, I can harp on the one thing that made my day kind of crummy, mm-hmm. or I can focus on all the good things. Yes. And yes. be grateful. So yes. I, I love that yeah. that's part of your your tips for leading an yes. unmuted life. I love that. Thank you. And thank yes. you for being here. Oh, you are very, very welcome. I, I'm so glad that you let me be here. Uh, this was very awesome. I, I really enjoyed doing this. And I happen to know that it's completely outside your comfort zone. Oh, my goodness, yes. <laughs> <laughs> We've been working on technology together for a uh-huh. little while and yes. and marketing. Yes. And you and I spent just a touch of time doing, like, you know, some tips on Facebook Live uh-huh. or how to utilize social media. And I've noticed though, that you've been doing some, so I'm I'm, trying, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. And then here you are with a microphone. (laughs) Finally, (laughs) but, and no, nothing bit you or anything. So it worked out. Okay. Yeah. So I appreciate you being here and being brave coming out of your comfort zone. (laughs) And I admire you for taking the risks that you've taken in your life to make the changes you have. And I really appreciate 
that you are a, a role model for moms and for mm. women that you did it all, you know, you married for 40 <laughs> years, you raised a family, you stayed home with them and you still are building a career mm-hmm. and still building a life. And I think that it, it's just for all of us, it gives us somebody to look at and say, look, she did it mm-hmm. and we can do it too. And there's not like a perfect cookie, cookie cutter way to do life. There's yeah. not. Yeah. Um, but we can, we can have a good run. Yes. We really can. So thank you yes. for sharing with us. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you. All right. All right, guys. I'll be back in just a little bit with a, um, a couple of last thoughts. And so we'll be back right after this break. And now for just a few thoughts. As I was listening to Nancy and we were having our talk about the seasons of life, I had a really interesting introspection. And that is, a lot of times we get caught up in the hardness of where we are. Like when our kids are toddlers and we never get any sleep. Or when they're teenagers and we don't get sleep because we're worried about where they are. Or sometimes it's just a stage or a season in our life where we're unsure about what to do next. We're in transition and we're uncomfortable. Or sometimes we've lost a loved one, a spouse, or a parent. And again, it's a place of transformation. These are seasons for us, and life is constantly moving and changing and going forward. And when I listened to Nancy, it really stood out to me to embrace those seasons because, you know, change is just all part of it. And there's beauty even in the mess. And not to be afraid to take the risk to do something different, to get out there and try something new like she did. She made a jump and she tried a new career and has found a career that she loves and builds her up in her mind and is also a place of passion. So it gives us something to think about for ourselves. Are we embracing where we are and are we understanding that right now is a season and all seasons have hardships and all seasons have blessings. So with that, I hope you guys got a little bit out of today's episode as well. And I really want to thank you for listening. Please don't forget to click the subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. And of course, you can always follow along on Facebook at Stacy Jada Unmuted. Until next time, remember to live unmuted.